afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm April Richardson. And joining us today as podcast producer is Kyle Dotson. Hi. How you doing, Kyle? Good. How are you guys? You sound sleepy. I'm okay. All right. How are you doing, April? <laughs> I, I'm sleepy. I'm the sleepy one. Now, April, are you sleepy today because you've been uh, out dancing a lot with the uh, the cast of uh, Chelsea Lately? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was my most fun day at work ever, ever. Now, if people didn't see it, what, what was happening there? I saw you posted a lot on, uh, on um, we found Facebook. This guy who works there, this guy named Ryan, is like the weirdest guy of all time. Okay. And his roommate found a video he made of himself dancing <laughs> and sent it to Chris like, you guys have to make fun of this. And it was the funniest thing we've ever seen in our lives. So we were like, yeah, let's do a thing where we come out as like a dance crew and just make fun of the video. And so that was the thing is I just wanted to make it clear to everyone I'm dancing terribly on purpose. Uh-huh. I actually do have skills. But yeah, so we just did this whole thing where we dressed up like him and, and mocked his solo dance video. And was he uh, was he embarrassed by this? Yes, but he's he wants to be on TV so badly he was almost like cool with it because he was like, cool, I got to be on TV technically, even though I was like, you should be mortified. Even though it was in, a, in an embarrassing way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it was fun. It was a real fun day at work in the video. He said that he did it to see... He said that people had told him he was a bad dancer. Uh-huh. So he wanted... It was like to cr- critique himself. Okay. And we were like, well, that's confirmation you are a terrible dancer. Like, yes. So if I'm bad at something, I should videotape myself doing, doing it, it and then watch critique it. Critique it later. Critique myself. One of my favorite... Not to derail this. One of my favorite stories in life is a friend of mine growing up in Atlanta. His little brother was so obsessed with like winning Super Mario Brothers, he used to videotape himself playing it and then would go back and watch it like football replay style oh my God. and be like, I shouldn't have jumped there. I shouldn't have gone in that tube. Like would seriously do that. So then like replay, that's one of my favorite stories. And ever. would he like mark up the screen with a yeah, Sharpie? Like, yeah, totally. Right here's like, where I made my mistake. In Super Mario Brothers, oh like the God. least high stakes game ever. Yeah. Now, uh, I used to do that with uh, the uh, the Wii Bowling. Oh. <laughs> so I understand. Um, Kyle, we got some phone calls? Yeah, we got a couple of phone calls. All right. I this, hope these are good. Yeah, this is uh, Luke from Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. Let's see what Luke has to say. He's not saying anything right now. No. You're the producer. Hi, this is Luke from Grand Rapids, Michigan, Pat's favorite state. Uh, <laughs> I love the show. I've called in before. I... Uh, suggested an all Bowie show, which you guys did a long time ago. Thanks for doing that. I, I really love the all one artist shows. So keep keep that up, man. Keep it up. I okay. Don't know why I sounded like a hippie there, but uh, love the show. Huge fan. Um, all the co-hosts. Good job, Kyle. Good job, and Pat. Take care of yourself. Oh. Be kind to yourself. You're a good person. That's very nice. Normally they tell me to go fuck myself. There was too long of a pause after all the co-hosts pause are good. I didn't. I took that personally. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think he was hit, into a Murray episode. <laughs> he was hitting the vaporizer at yeah. that point. Um, yeah, he said that uh, Michigan, my favorite state, Michigan. When I was doing stand-up comedy, the two states that I hated the most being in, I I didn't like Michigan 
and I didn't like uh, Louisiana. And these are, regardless of the city, all the state, like you didn't like the entire state of Michigan. I like to, I like to judge that yeah, way. Okay, okay. So, uh, sure. uh, no, no, Travis City, Michigan is very nice. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, for the most part, those were the two states that I didn't care for. I see. Thank you, Michigan listeners. <laughs> Uh, and this is Dan from Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Dan from Langhorn. Hey guys, this is Dan from Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Uh, show idea for you guys. Um, you did in the past long songs, but how about long song titles? Oh, I like that. Uh, I'll give you one that, uh, found in my iTunes collection. Uh, Bob Dylan stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis blues again. Have a good time guys. Thanks. Please let me do that. Yeah, that's I have a... a million long song titles. Okay, we'll lock it in. I've made mixes based on that. All right, then we're done. Oh, totally. <laughs> I don't even wonder what the longest song title I have in my thing is. How do you... There's a band I like called My Life Story. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people have heard of them. And they have a song called If You Can't Live Without Me, Then Why Aren't You Dead Yet? <laughs> it's one of my favorite song titles. That's a good song. Uh, before we... Let me do some more little business stuff before we get into the topic, which I'm very excited about today. Uh, I want to let people know that today's artwork is done by Jason Levy again. Jason, nailing it. Um, I also want to tell you that this episode, I think, goes up. This one we're recording today will post on May 15th, which means we are two weeks away from Rock Solid Live at the Limestone Comedy Festival. Uh, We're going to be at the Comedy Attic at 10 p.m. My co-hosts are going to be Brad Wilhelm and Matt Holt. And the topic that night is going to be the music of Bruce Springsteen because all three of us are big Bruce Springsteen fans. So uh, please get your tickets for Rock Solid Live at the Limestone Comedy Festival. Also, make sure you head over to rocksolidpodcast.com. That's the blog site that was created by Jason Wilcox and is being maintained by Andrew Rich. Uh, Andrew's doing an amazing job of giving you a beat-by-beat uh play by play is that i'm not even sure if i'm saying words um of every episode he's doing a great job so uh please head over there and uh also when this airs i'll be 35 you'll be i thought you were were 35 right now how dare you i'm a lady (laughs) you're supposed to always guess down no i'm i'll be 35 may 1st what i meant to say was uh, you were 35 on the scale of one to ten there you go good (laughs) save good save Well, happy birthday. Now, do you have any shows coming up uh, in the weeks following uh, May 15th? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Uh, As of now, I don't know that, but hopefully I'll have some. Do you have a formal website where people can go? Sure, yeah. AprilRichardson.com. That's so hard to remember. (laughs) Okay, so head over to AprilRichardson.com and you'll find out where April will be. And uh, right now, before we get into the topic today, I want to uh, I want to play a song by. Uh, it's funny. I always said that this person had never done a solo album before, because whenever she wanted to do an album, she would just do it under her band name, no matter who was in the band at the time. It was just always that band name. I'm talking about the Pretenders, mm. and uh, this is a brand new Chrissy Hind song. Her album is coming out. First solo album. It's a Chrissy Hind album. It's called Stockholm. And it's coming out on June 12th. This is the first single, so let's hear a little bit of something called Dark Sunglasses. Baby girl, you groove back another kind of life One you think that you deserve Nothing you should like Not a Vernon your type Never mind, you lost your nerve Yeah, you had a go at sleeping in the van But you couldn't let it go too far Now you got a pension plan And your name's on the insurance 
So now, um, I wonder why she didn't call this a Pretenders album. I don't know. Maybe she's finally like, I should get the credit I deserve for writing all these jams. Yeah, that's true. Myself. It is called Stockholm, so maybe she was held captive maybe by yeah, the Pretenders. Maybe she did. She's the best. So, uh, yeah, I love Chrissy Hine. I'm, I'm looking forward to that album a lot. I love, she's she's my one of my top two favorite uh, singers. She's the best. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's my she's, favorite female vocalist. She's who I want to, like, I want to look like her when I'm her age. Like, she's just a badass. Yeah, she's 62. Yeah. And uh, she she's looks on the, like a badass. Yeah, she totally does. Uh, the, have you seen the cover of the album here? Show? Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. I know. She's so rad. I know. It's yeah. great. So, uh, I would love to talk to Chrissy Hind. Can you imagine? She's like best friends with Morrissey. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> That's, that's true. They're best friends. Whether or not I can do anything about getting her in here is another story. <laughs> so, uh, so we have a great topic today. This is a topic I'm really excited about. Uh, April, do you want to tell everyone what the topic is today? This is B-sides and rarities. Yeah. Also, I'm psyched about it too. But like I was telling you before we started, like I might have, you know, I collect the most of my favorite people. Right. So when I was going through my list of like all these rare things I have, like, of course, top of the list was like REM and the mm-hmm. Smiths. Yeah. Cause like if Michael Stipe sneezed on a track, I was like, I gotta get it. <laughs> so there might be some overlap with mine, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to mix it up as much as possible. You mean an overlap with your, your, yeah. your own list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll try to keep it eclectic. Uh, it will it will be eclectic. I know that, but uh, yeah, for me, like I Springsteen, I have so many Springsteen B sides. Like the Born in the USA album, like every single, I think you released seven or eight singles off that album, right. and every one had a had a B side, unreleased B side, totally. Whether it was live or a new studio track, so uh, Bruce will pop up here once in my list. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to let you start it. You off. Let me start. Yeah. All right. I am going to start with uh, something that combines two of the the REM and um, Billy Bragg. With two people that I have the most stuff from. Um, and this is the B-side to... First, it's Tom's Diner. It's them goofing. It's a live B-side from Near Wild Heaven. And it's R.E.M. was playing live in London. And they started goofing on Tom's Diner. And then Billy Bragg came in on the end of it. So just go ahead and play this. It's it's a goofy one. From the beginning? Or? Yes. I am sitting in the cafe and the man behind the counter lifts his coffee to his lips and he pours me. Uh, and he pours That's Billy Bragg to a beatbox. And the woman at the window bends down and she touches her shoe and she thinks that I am looking at her, but I see the train. I got there at 11 to try to buy a ticket, but the people were all queued up all around the block and they were smelling funny because skip they ahead a little bit. Because there's a part where Billy comes in, just skip. I had like 10 or 20 seconds. Try and toast me. And he thinks that I am a But I've got a ticket and I'm going to sell it to the NASA scalper with on the street. I got about 120 pounds for it and that equals $240. If you were in the United States of America, which is the politically correct way to say America. Unbelievable. I'm to hear that. Yeah, so that was just them goofing on stage. It was when R.E.M. played as bingo hand job that used to play under that name like to do secret shows so that was michael stipe that was yeah that was all of REM. like michael stipe doing tom steiner okay. billy bragg jumped on stage 
it's uh I was just playing um I was playing Suzanne Vega in the car the other day mm. and and Tom's Diner came on and my 9-year-old goes what this what is this song this doesn't make any sense what is this song about and I go well she's at a diner and she's just singing about everything she's seeing right right and so then she's been doing that lately oh i love that she, she'll song she just go I'm in oh, the kitchen oh, and I see my cereal bowl. Right. And I'm like, okay, uh, uh, I get it. <laughs> but she like, thought it was I regret she, telling you. Yeah, she thought it was just so stupid. She's right. like, I mean, she's just singing about whatever she sees. That's stupid. <laughs> but uh, now, my I chose my uh, first B side specifically because you like Elvis Presley. Yes. So the title of this song is called Elvis Presley Boulevard. Okay. It's uh, by Billy Joel, uh-huh. and it's the B side to Allentown. So let's hear a little bit of this. B-side to Allentown. Not as good as the Allentown album. Well, I don't really have a comment on that. Yeah, that's know. okay. You can comment on it. That's not, what, that's not a song that I really like. Right. It's just a B-side. And since Billy Joel has very few extra songs anywhere. Right, right. Uh, for him to have an actual studio track that was a B-side to it was... What does he usually have like for B-sides, like live he tracks or something? He just use another song off the album oh, that, that oh, okay. wasn't going to be released as a single. Oh, yeah. that's weird. That's cheating. Yeah, I know. I know. I like when it's an unreleased well, B-side. Doesn't he just re- write like 10 songs? Yeah, I saw that? him on in an interview once. He says, look, when I die, there's nothing There's nothing out there for you. He goes, it's, oh. I, I would write 10 or 11 songs. There's like, nothing for us when he's <laughs> yeah, alive. Right. And, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd say, I, we would record 10 or 11 songs and that's it. And he's like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that the whole thing, I thought B-sides came about because you record like whatever, 30 songs and yeah. then you pick the best ones. And that's right. how you have the, he's just like. Quantity over quality. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. only ten. Yep, that's we're it. good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I know. Okay, my next one is a song called Fullwood Babylon, and it's the B side to a single called Weekend Without Makeup okay. by a band called the Long Blondes, who no joke are my favorite band of the past ten years. They only put out two albums. They're flawless albums. Not a bad song on them. When was the last when did the last album come out by them? Oh, Oh, I don't know. Probably like five or six years ago. Oh, they, then they're due. Well, no. Here's the thing. They're Uh-oh. really good friends of mine. They're wonderful, lovely people. Okay. My friend Dorian, who's a guitarist and songwriter, had a stroke oh. and like couldn't play guitar anymore. Like that's why they had to what break about, up. What about singing? He, the lead singer is a lady, okay. Kate Jackson, who's like the hot. She's like. From Charlie's Angels? <laughs> yes. I love her. She's the no, smart No, they're one. English, of course. Okay. But she, if anybody could take over like the new Chrissy Hine, like it could be this girl. Like she's badass, hot, awesome. Well, There's how, the best. They're the best. How old of a gentleman is this that had, that he he was, had a stroke? He had a stroke when he was like 26 that's, or something. Did, it's like that's the terrible. That's ever. really bad. Like they were on tour and he just woke up in a hotel room and like couldn't move. <sighs> Yeah, so he's been going through rehabilitation. He has a new band now because uh-huh. he plays keyboards because it's like easier to do. Yeah. But I think that he's working towards playing guitar again. Well, maybe but there's hope. they're all maybe lovely and we're all good friends and I love them. And this is the B-side to Weekend Without Makeup. All right, let's hear it. Just from the beginning. 
They're so that's a B side. That tells you how good the album is. I know. Don't, when when a B side, like I have a couple B sides where I'm like, why, why wasn't that on the album? Right. That's a great tune. But I mean, if that's extra, that's yeah. not, they're like, oh, that's a throwaway track. Like, well, wow. I wonder if they have like any enough extras to like release like another album. They did. They put out a compilation they after. Did. Yeah, afterward they and they and each yeah each single had new B sides and yeah. then they put out a compilation called Singles, um, that had like. Not only tracks that mm-hmm. hadn't been used, but like also demos and stuff like that. But yeah, they were so, and they're all stylish. They look cool. They're all hot. They sound <laughs> right. They're just like the perfect band. They're so great. How many people in the band? Five. Five? Yeah. What are the other people doing? And it's only two dudes. Two dudes, three chicks, which is also awesome. And my friend Rini's the bass player. She's mm-hmm. like this badass bla- bass player. Like they're just the best. Do you ever get to see them live? Yeah, I saw them twice. Like, that's how I met them. I found out who they were because Dave Rothery from the Beautiful South. How do you meet these people? Because I'm rad. But how do you make them? Because I they go become, on a mission. How do they become your friend? Because I'm a nice person. Who doesn't well, want to be my friend? Right, but how do they go, oh, here comes that girl in the glasses. What's she going to do? I think that's like? originally what they do say. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hey, I'm nice and not weird. And then they're like, let's hang out. Is that your opening line? Hey, I'm nice. I'm not <laughs> weird. Yes. Hey, I won't murder you. Cool. Let's hang out. Well, they, I found out who they were because Dave Rothery from the Beautiful South put mm-hmm. them on a mixtape for me. And so when I told them that, I was like, oh, I just found out because my friend, and then I said that, and they were like, you know the Beautiful South? And they were like, we love them. Oh, then you're in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they love you. That's how I found out who you were. And they were like, holy shit. You sealed the deal with yeah. one, one line. And then so when they played the Troubadour, like we ended up hanging out. And then when I went to England, they let me crash at their house. Uh-huh. And uh, when me and Chip flew to England to see ABC and Human League in Sheffield, because they live in Sheffield. You know, ABC and Human League also play in the States. Yeah, but they don't play the end show of their hometown tour in Sheffield in the States. You're right. Yeah. So you meet these people, then you bunk at their house. Because I'm a very good judge of character, first of all. And this is going to sound like the most psycho thing, but like, I'm also a very good judge of like, if I'm going to be friends with somebody, even just based on like their mm-hmm. art alone. I mean, there have been people where I'm like, I don't think I want to meet them, but then yeah. there are people where I'll listen and I'll be like, I bet we'd be friends and I'm right. 95% of the time. I have never been able to spend the night at Ozzy Osbourne's house. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah, but that's different. Like you can't, but you know what I mean? Like some of the people, like I'm sure Bruce, it's, you're a dude too. So it's yeah. like weirder. Yeah. It's like weirder for a dude to go and like be friends. But if you're a girl, it's like most people want to be friends with you. <laughs> Susanna Hoffs would not let me in her house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's different. But yeah. Uh, I know. Oh, I sound like a psycho now. No, you don't. No, no. Because you, you qualified how it happened. So I think it's fine. 
Well, it's weird because a lot of the bands Weirdo. that I listen to also like their lyric, like, you know, they're all political. Like, I'm like, we're on point on a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'd be friends. Okay. And I'm usually right. Like Billy Bragg. Totally. There you go. So it's like a deeper thing than somebody like Ozzy or whatever, where you're like, oh yeah, crazy train. I also have a hey, like, I like trains. Right. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was once on this crazy train. Yeah. Uh, so this is, okay, my next, this is a band, I love Queen. Love them. Oh my God, totally. I've never seen Queen, I never got to see Queen in concert, although I do have tickets to see Queen plus Adam Lambert. Right, right. Which, Just because I went. Guy- yeah, he, his register is high all the time. Like, Freddie would fluctuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, when I see clips on YouTube, Adam Lambert's register is it's, it's just high the whole time. It's so true. He I'm, does have a great voice, he though, does. that kid. But uh, just to see uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor play, sure. I'll, I'll be into that. So, and it's at the Forum. The Forum's all nice and clean and great <laughs> now. But um, So this is, one, this is one of the things that bums me out. This is uh, I have a couple of uh, B-sides uh, from albums that were nine song albums. And I'm like, right. well, why that not? doesn't count. You should have put the B side on the album. You should put the B side on yes. the album. Make it give us 10 songs. Yeah. But this was the, this was the B side from to radio Gaga. Yeah. And this is called I go crazy from queen. This dude takes his girl to a show and she uh, leaves with the singer. Wait, what's that song called? I Go Crazy. And it's about Freddie Mercury leaving somewhere with a girl? Well, Brian May wrote the song, so oh, okay. it's just interpreted <laughs> by, by, uh, by Freddie. But, uh, sure. but yeah, he takes his lady or his guy to the show. His she, dude. They, I love it. They leave with the lead singer. Bullshit. <laughs> um, what's up? Okay, what mine is not. A no, b- I just meant hi. What's up? Oh, hey, how's it going? Cool. <laughs> All right, my next one's not a B-side, but it is a very rarity. And I just go ahead and press play on the New Order track. We're just going to listen to this whole thing. All right. How does it feel when a new day has begun? When you're drinking in the sunshine. When you want to drink in the sun, there's only one. Go on, drink it in. Sunkissed, regular or diet. Yep, that's the New Order Sunkissed commercial <laughs> from 1988. Let me see if I can find. And they uh, straight up, I mean, obviously that's just Blue Monday with Sunkissed lyrics. And I read about how they, you know, when Ber- Bernard Sumner was recording it in the studio, he couldn't. He kept like laughing because he's like, I can't believe we're doing this. And then Peter Hook, the bassist from you know the other side of the plexiglass, held up a sign that just said like you know five hundred thousand dollars or whatever pounds, like whatever they're getting paid for. He held that up and then he sang it perfectly. That's pretty great. Yeah. Here, give me the, th- the give me the plug in because uh, this is not on my list today. But since I mean that t- that's a rare, it's very rare. That's very I found rare. that on like Napster back in Napster days. That's why it's like such terrible quality but yeah 
Okay, check this out. Here's what we got. This is uh, this is Cheap Trick, and let's hear what they're going to sing about. No, since we're here. That's hilarious. I played this once before uh, when John Waite was here, but uh, April, I know you didn't hear this. So let's hear John Waite's band, The Babies. Oh, boy, please let me find this. Just chat amongst yourself. uh, That Cheap Trick song, they actually did the reverse. They wrote that song and then they wrote new lyrics. Yeah, then they they took the music and made it a song. Oh, oh, so it was a Pepsi commercial first. Yeah, Yeah. it was a Pepsi commercial first. Okay, here's uh, here's the baby singing about another uh, soft drink. See, I am such a hypocrite when it comes to the idea of a sellout because there are some band like if I'm watching TV and like a Rolling Stone song comes on a commercial, I'm like, those guys suck. I'm like, fuck those guys because they don't need any money. (laughs) But then I was watching something and a gossip song was in some perfume commercial and I was like, yes, you guys, yeah, get money because <laughs> they the don't, because they're like super Indian, don't have money. So like, I'm so weirdly territorial because I'm like, if you're super, if you two song is in a commercial, I'm like, fuck you. But then if it's like some little band, I'm like, yay, get paid. Like, I'm such a hypocrite <laughs> about that. So in this case, I was like, yeah, new order, get your money, right. get it. But if it were anybody else, I'd be like, you guys suck. I don't know why that was coming out in just one speaker, those last two songs I played. What do you think was wrong? Was it on YouTube? Was it? No, yeah. it wasn't. It was in my iTunes. So. It might have just been the quality of the You just MP3. might not have had it plugged in the whole way. Yeah, I might not have. They only recorded those commercials in mono, not stereo. <laughs> <laughs> With the, they, one, the one speaker yeah, on the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, totally. They got paid, man. Yeah. So uh, you're up. No, right? not. No, it's you. Oh, well, I mean, if that unless you're counting your commercials as a thing. No, I'd rather not. <laughs> then go ahead. Um, okay, this to me, this is this is uh this is a very, very, very popular song now, but at the time this was the B side from Fleetwood Mac's Go Your Own Way. Uh-huh. Song called Silver Springs. Right. They recorded it live in ninety seven for the dance when they got back together. Right. And uh and it's 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 a gigantic song for them now. They play it live every single show. Right. But back then it was relegated to a B side and this could that's crazy. This could have only made rumors even better. So here's the studio version. So at the time, um, they didn't put it on the album, 
And so they said they put it on the B-side, and Stevie said, well, I want to sign the songwriting credit money from that song over to my mom. Really? And so, uh, so go your own way, how many singles that sold, her mom Oh my got God. all the money for those sales. So she made it that her look like her mom wrote that song. Well, no, she to get the publishing. She signed. She still oh, credited oh, her, oh, but okay. she signed She's, like okay, okay, all the money goes to my mom for this thing. Oh, okay. So God, cool. it would have been awesome if it was if it was like my mom wrote this. My mom wrote like, it. That's in the thing. <laughs> Sorry, I was only looking this up because my next one. I know. Okay, the next one I'm going to play this Morrissey track. Now this ended up being a Morrissey B side, but it was originally a Factory bonus CD. Um, it, cause it's Morrissey and Vin, Vinnie Riley from the Derudy column. That means something to me. I know it means nothing to you. Um, but yeah, it was a factory bonus CD and then it became a Morrissey B side, but play this, start playing it at like a minute 15 in, um, it's called, I know very well how I got my note wrong and you will see why it's called that. All right. One second. All right, here we go. You think you were my first love You think you were my first love But you're wrong You're the only one Who's come and gone <laughs> <laughs> So basically what happened is the song is really, I know very well how I got my name. It's a real song and a real B-side, but that was an outtake, obviously, where Vinnie Riley misses a note crazily and they start laughing. So they released that version as a bonus CD. And then they fired fired him. No, but it was a a beautiful song, but that one always makes me laugh every time. Uh, And how much fun is it to find these B-sides? The most fun? Well, and again, I'm not talking of, about for the show. I mean, in general, when you're in like, life. Oh, oh my God, there's a Japanese uh, bonus track. I got to find that somewhere. Yeah. But now I'm like with the internet, I'm like retroactively mad. The amount of money I have spent I know. tracking down like CD singles and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Import singles that oh have like three God. extra tracks. Totally. Like I look back at my collection and I'm like. There's like tens of thousands yeah. of dollars here where with the advent of, you know, the internet, I could have. Yeah. People post them nothing. on YouTube. You can yes. just rip the audio. There's one, there was one Morrissey single in particular called certain people I know mm-hmm. because it's the only one. Again, I feel bad that a lot of this is meaningless to you, but it's a single. But it's, but it, just because it's meaningless to me, it's not meaningless to Some, the listeners. Maybe yeah. two people that are listening. I but, like to learn. Well, there, it was a single that had, there's a Morrissey B side called Jack the Ripper. That is like maybe my favorite Morrissey song of all time. Okay. And there was, that's the only, there were a million live versions everywhere, but it is the only studio version was on a single called certain people I know. I searched for this pre-internet teenage April for years and then like finally found it in some record store in Atlanta and it cost me like $40. But you went nuts when you, went I mean like nuts. when you saw it, you like, you almost grab it. Oh like my it's, God. Like you found money. I like started crying money. I, was like, like, <gasps> I thought I was never going to find this. Oh my God. Totally. And just like grab it. And, and you, it's a single. It has like three songs on it, yeah. but I paid like 40 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. And then of course the internet's invented like five years later and yeah. I could have got it for but free. You, but you have a pristine Oh my God. I totally it. do. I totally do. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, a dream come true to get that. Yeah. Now, when you uh, when you pass uh, in a couple of years, yeah, um, soon. I'm 35 now, so it'll be soon. Who gets who gets your like who? 
who do you leave this stuff to that's going know. to appreciate it? You you asked that and it's like weirdly came up recently. Yeah. Because I think my ex-husband probably because he, mm. like, he's the only person I know who has like a collection that yeah. rivals mine. So probably David will get it. David or Chip. Yeah. Nobody else I know like really cares. Because you want someone to, you don't want someone to go, you don't want that to end up in, in someone's front lawn at a garage sale for a nickel. Yeah. Because well, it, it's, it's more than that. It means more. I think so too. And isn't it weird? Don't you think about it now? Like how now with the internet, you're stuck. Cause I always thought, okay, if I'm ever in trouble, like I can sell my CD and like now yeah. they're worth, they're totally worthless. They're, they're, they are worthless. Like even the ones that I think are so rare, are like totally worthless. Yeah. Even if you, if you go on Amazon right now, I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't own that CD. Let me go buy it on Amazon. It's like five bucks. Exactly. Oh, by the way, that's another thing I wanted to bring up today. Um, before you go to iTunes to buy songs. Go to Amazon because they have this new thing called auto rip. So you could, you, if you buy the physical CD, you immediately, right after you purchase it, you immediately get a download of all the songs too. Oh. So unless you don't want physical CDs, but I do. Yeah, I still um, You can get, yeah. you can get both immediately for, you know, sometimes oh, no cheaper than Amazon. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. I still, I still go up in Amoeba. I know, me Check too. Check it out. I know. And then when you leave, you, as Pardo would say, you get out the Purell. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so my filthy. hands are like, I look like I was just like a chimney sweeping. Did you ever work at a record store? Oh, yeah, totally. You did. Okay. Yeah, cool. I worked me at too. Tower Records okay. when I was in college in cool. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, okay. My next song uh, is, uh, it's a B-side. It's a Cars B-side from 1980. It's the B-side for a song called Give Me Some Slack, which was uh, on the Panorama record. And this song is called uh, Don't Go to Pieces. like when he says you tried and you tried but you couldn't hook your shoelace <laughs> well you gave it a whirl yeah <laughs> so that's sung by uh benjamin or rock and peace benjamin rock and peace that's what we say make say god rock rock and peace you're up okay i'll just go ahead and be straight for, i feel like mine always have too long of stories so i'll just no, play no, straight no, up no 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 b-side no. for this one nope because mine are pretty straightforward like it was the b-side to this and if right. you have stories tell your story mine are always have long stories Okay. When we used to record, when Matt used, when we first started the show and Matt would produce, Matt was like, you guys are bringing, you just bring five songs. And I'm right. like, really? I go, then, okay. But now I like to just play okay. songs. Well, I'll try to condense stories. this one. This is Billy Bragg. It's a song called Bed, Bath, and Bullshit. Now, here's the okay. story behind this. Billy Bragg and I are super tight, right? You know what's so, so funny about this? The artwork for this week's episode uh-huh. is uh, a takeoff on a Bed, Bath, and Beyond Oh, no way. Coupon. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, And it says something like, buy B-sides, get bonus tracks for free. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty wild that you just said that. This is super rare because basically what happened is he was coming to town. I picked him up from the airport because he's like, I'm just in town for a few days because we're filming a thing for a movie. And I was like, oh my God, you're in a movie. And he's like, well, sort of. It was a movie called Mama's Boy. Apparently, it totally bombed. 
But the writer was a big fan of Billy's, and a character in the movie is like a protest singer. Like, the girl, like, is super lefty, plays mm-hmm. in coffee houses, whatever. So one of the scenes, the joke was Billy Bragg is, like, playing in the coffee house. Okay. Right? Now, this song was written by Mark Mothersbaugh, obviously from Devo, Devo in the style of, like, a jokey Billy Bragg song. It's, like, overly, you know, politically, yeah. like, almost cartoonishly Billy Braggish. Okay, cool. And so that's the joke is that he's in the coffee house playing this, and that's the f- scene that he filmed, which I don't even think made it in the movie. But, um, yeah, so this is Billy Bragg singing a fakey Billy Bragg song r- written by Mark Mudsbaugh. And I don't even think this made it onto the soundtrack. Like, Billy just sent me these MP3s, like, years and years oh, that's ago. that's cool. Well, yeah, this, that story needed to be told. Okay, cool. All right. It's a ride that we'll share. Dude, but I believe that advertising is messing up our air. When I see a Nike swoosh on a baseball player's mitt, it makes me bull because the world is all bed, bath, and bullshit. <laughs> they are the Yes, you get it. So yeah, isn't that like a crazy combo of, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect for a comedy movie. And that's how cool Billy is because he's like, yeah, I'll come there and sing songs that you technically wrote that make fun of my songs. Like he's a cool dude. You know, some people wouldn't do that. Be like, Mm. well, why are you making fun of me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle, my next thing, I want to flip the next two. Okay. So, um. The next one is uh, was produced by April's friend Tony. Yes, Visconti. This is uh, one of my top two or three favorite Thin Lizzy albums. It's called Black Rose. Yeah. This is a song that was the B side to Do Anything You Want to Do, or I'm sorry, Do Anything You Want to Do. One, two, <laughs> and uh, this is a great song. I can't believe this did not make it on the album. It's so great. Right. This is called Just the Two of Us, Thin Lizzy. Was when Gary Moore was on uh, lead guitar and backing vocals for that album. God, only, that only, is a jam. Yeah, that's that's so great. When I first heard that, I was like, "Why is this yeah. not on the album?" So amazing, just the two of us. All right, well, I'm going to play this jam then—a solid jam from the Ordinary Boys. 
And this is this is not even this is from one of those magazine compilations where it's like here's some jams from these bands. Oh like, yeah, like the CDs stuck on the front of the magazine. Yes. Yeah. And this song is incredible. And I was like doing insane research, and it's not on anything. And I'm like, I cannot believe you guys think this is such a throwaway <laughs> track that it should just be on a magazine thing. But it's called Little Bubble, and it's from the Ordinary Boys. All right. Sorry, you can skip ahead a bit to the chorus. Okay. Just a bit. I forgot to. I like this a lot. So good. Yeah. I think that you. Sorry, we'll be good. They, to me, the Ordinary Boys sound like if the jam kept going uh-huh. in the 2000s. Yeah. You would re- their first album, you would love their first album. It sounds so much like the jam. How many albums do they have? They had three. The, fir- the first and third are the best. The second one, they got like real into ska. Uh-huh. It's like real ska-ish. But the first and third are rad. Well, Mike Siegel, you love the jam, so you need to check out the Ordinary Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike listens every week, so that's why I talk to Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this next song, this band, it's 2014, and who thought that this band would be all over the place? This week, they're all over the place. They're on the Today Show. They're on the Tonight Show. They just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's, it's goddamn Kiss. Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, first I thought you were thinking about Hall & Oates, but then I was like, were they on the Tonight Show? I do love Hall & Yeah. But, uh, but so this, is a, this was a Japanese-only bonus track off of the album Psycho Circus. It's uh, it's sung by Ace Freely, and I you know I feel like before we play it, I should ask Ace's permission. Ace, um, would it be okay with you if uh, if I play a, a Japanese bonus track that you sing? Sure, baby. All right, excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, Ace. Uh, this song is called "In Your Face," and we find that whenever I don't know if we're going to hear it in here, but whenever there's a song, a word that rhymes with Ace's name, Ace, like face. He'll try to wedge his name into the song somewhere. So let's see if, if that's what I have queued up. In your face. There it was. The aces in your face. <laughs> Those are like the worst lyrics. The, the, the lyrics are so juvenile. <laughs> you yeah, know? but sometimes you kind of, that's just like butt rock, man. Like you just need that like dumb. That meat and potatoes. Yeah. I've, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just need that. Butt rock. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. I think, you can't. It's, the, it's yeah. terrible. Um, okay, I'll do a straight up B-side then. Uh, this is just the House Martins doing forwards and backwards. It was a B-side to the single Build. The House Martins are another band where I have everything they've ever breathed on. 
because I love Paul Heaton and his voice. So here you go. Let's hear this voice. You're so wrong, you worry all the night, cause they're so strong. You're sometimes up, sometimes down, you either wear the dancers hat or wear the crown. And the ship go reading on, with noses to the sky high, nodding as his head, every single lie. Maybe we won't learn Insanity return Editors are jailed Pages are burned Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a style of singing that uh, is who else sings like that? Kind of a little bit of a Morrissey kind of a yeah. Who else sings like that? But the thing with Paul Heaton though is he has like insane range. Like uh-huh. he can sing super deep. Like he has just one of the most versatile. So that's beautiful. not indicative of everything he sings. Not all everything over the place. Okay. I mean, for the most of the House Martin stuff, but in the Beautiful South, he sang like different octaves. Right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so far, all the B-sides that I've played uh, were originally vinyl B-sides, but mm-hmm. but then they, you know, when they re-released the CD or whatever, you were able to find them right. on on CD, on on disc somewhere. But this next one has never been released on a, on CD. So, this is, this is ripped from vinyl. Oh, okay. This came to me from Scott Ackerman. We were talking about music once, and I go, you know what song I love? I love this B-side by Phil Collins. It was the B-side of One More Night, and it's called The Man With The Horn, and I can't find it anywhere. And he goes, I have that. He goes, I... I oh, he rip- has everything. Yeah, he goes, I ripped I rip that from, uh, from, from the 45. So, nice. So this is... Uh, I don't know how great the sound quality is, but this is uh, Phil Collins, uh, The Man With The Horn. <laughs> Scott Ackerman <laughs> for my man with the horns on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do a real quick back to back. We can just play like a second of this. This beautiful South song is called Pretender to the Throne. It's not okay. a B side, but it's a single only. It was not on any album. Okay, that's they cool. I got one of those coming up later. Yeah. So this is Paul Heaton again, but with his next band, The Beautiful South. Okay, cool. This is the voice I commented on last. Yeah, although it might be high in this one too. That's okay. I'm not saying I didn't like it. London with its river and its bridges Lisbon with its beauty and its grace Funny looking buses climb its pot-bellied hills And a solitary jogger times the time it kills Do you know where I'm gonna go 
none of you have guessed, so none of you can know. If you've been, it's not what I mean. It's got class and it's got excellence like you've never seen. Your town is dragging me down, it's dragging me down, down, down. Your town is dragging me down, it's dragging me down, down, down. Up from there Yeah I like that What's the song called again Pretenders to the Throne Pretenders to the Throne Yeah That's the beautiful South Yes And, and it was a single Although I think it made it Onto it's greatest hits Or whatever But it was a, It was just a release As a one off single Well I have it now Because it's in my computer Yeah dude <laughs> uh, Tom Petty Yes Tom Petty Yeah dude This is from his Second solo album Called Wildflowers This was the B-side To You Don't Know How It Feels Record company made him take this out song off the album oh and why because usually tom petty puts up a stink about something like that right he'd say no, no no i'm not releasing the album right but uh but he took it off and this song is called girl on lsd oh okay well there, and, uh, there you go. and when you hear and this uh this song i used to have this song on a cd single and i lost it so bummed but uh comedian jeff tate it was uh was kind enough to send me the mp3 so this is a uh, girl on lsd from 1994 I was in love with a girl on marijuana <laughs> She said if I'm not stoned I don't wanna But she got so paranoid Her place I would avoid I was in love with a girl on marijuana He doesn't mince words Nope, let's do another drug I was in love with a girl on cocaine she had everything going but her brain We'd talk endlessly for hours But by morning it goes sour I was in love with a girl on cocaine And the whole song is just he goes through all That's the That's also drugs. the most Bob Dylan-ish he's ever sounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's very, doing that way on purpose in I know. that song. Yeah, yeah. but I, I did. it's a pretty fun track. That's awesome. Okay, let me just power through a couple of for real B-sides before I get to other story things. All right, this is uh, Pulp. This is a song called His and Hers. It was on a, an EP called The Sisters EP. And it's my favorite Pulp song of all time, even though it's like a B-side. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You can drop the needle anywhere in this. The digital needle. Yes. And the future's bleak It's just a soap on a rope A soap on a rope Put the rope round his neck Pull it tight He's a red Well, it looks so good But does it turn you on? Yeah I'm going to do it again yeah, they played that when I saw them live a couple years ago, and I've cried. <laughs> so good. Because you're like, how did that make it into the set mm-hmm. list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always good. I'm like, come on, bands, mix up the set list. Right, for playing sake. B-sides? Hell yeah. Stop playing your 12 hits. Right. Give me more. Right. No, it was amazing. This is uh, this is a Japanese only bonus track from a band that only currently only has one album. The band's called Tinted Windows. Uh, it's a super group made up of Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne, and I always say this guy's name wrong. James 
E is it Eha? Eha, I think so. Eha, yeah, mm-hmm. from Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, you got the uh, Hanson kid from Hanson on vocals, <laughs> and Bunny Carlos uh, from Cheap Trick is on drums. This Japanese only bonus track, and this is called The Dirt. It's like a fun little pop song. Yeah, that's a solid jam. Yeah, I would never listen to Hanson, but then this album came out, and I go, I like that kid's voice. Right. Call him a kid. He's probably, the kid. He's probably <laughs> 35. No, uh, yeah, he is probably, I think he's in his 30s now, and yeah. he's like, has like five kids already yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, what, are they some... I think they're Mormon they're or something. They're Mormon. Yeah. Does that mean you have to have... Uh, you just I have think s- he had five kids before he turned 30. Something yeah, like, like the that. Osmonds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they probably don't... There's like probably no birth control when you're no, Mormon. No, I don't think it it's allowed. Yeah, you just do it. Yeah, you just do it. <laughs> you just do it a lot. You just do it and kids come. Yeah. Uh, is that how? Is that your sex education? You do it and yep. then a kid comes. Yep. Yeah. That's what I learned. Um. Okay, My another straightforward one. This is The Cure. This is the B-side to The Walk. It's called The Upstairs Room. Play it anywhere. It's a jam. April is highlighting her songs yeah. as she plays them. I got to keep track. The Cure. The Cure seems like a band that would have a ton of B-sides. They have a ton. And they put out a box set all full of them. Of just B-sides. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Is, is Coachella this week? Yet? Yeah. No. If no. this is airing May 15th? Well, I mean when we're recording it. Oh, yes, it is. Because I watched Outcast set yesterday and like cried. It seemed like you would go to something like that. I don't like festivals that much, to be honest. The only I've gone to Coachella twice, but it was because... I got in for free because my friend was roadies with people I knew. And then I went to see the one band I wanted to see and left. Okay. I'm not a camper. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be all muddy, yeah. muddy for a couple But I watched Outcast set and was like crying in my apartment yesterday. I was like so full of Atlanta pride. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. Well, they've, uh, they've been recorded for a while, right? Well, they haven't toured. It was like 10 years since they've played together. Why is that? Because they were just doing like their own stuff. Like Big Boy came out with like solo albums and... And Andre 3000 playing is playing Jimi Hendrix in that movie. Yeah, but they don't have rights to any Jimi Hendrix music. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So what? Then how can they? He's because they said Jimi Hendrix also recorded a lot of covers, so they'll. They're be... just going to use those. Yeah. Weird. Why I... would they not give them the rights? I don't know. 
Who's and his estate? Who's who? I think his dad maybe. And do you know something about it? You're looking at me like you know something about it. No, it's just weird. <laughs> you would think that that would be the first roadblock if you're like, let's make a Jimi Hendrix movie, and then everybody in charge of Jimi yeah, Hendrix says, says no, no. You'd go, and then you go, all right, oh, okay. yeah, right. Exactly. then we're not going to do it. Well, screw you guys, we're going to do it anyway. Like what? I know it's it's very strange. Wouldn't it be great if you just played like the whole movie? It's like Jimi Hendrix playing public domain. He's like, she'll be coming around the mountain. Like <laughs> happy whatever. Birthday. Yeah, totally. Well, no, happy birthday is expensive. What? It's very expensive. What? So it'd have to be public domain. It's all stuff like happy trails. Yeah, it's oh, no. stuff like that. Yeah. Let's do a public domain episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> they they actually got sponsored by Sunkist, and he's just going to sing yeah, Sunkist. Just a Sunkist commercial for every song. Uh, okay, this next guy, this is a guy from New Jersey. This is a guy from New Jersey. And uh, I was just uh, inducted the E Street <laughs> Band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I talked for 90 minutes. <laughs> That's true. He just did it. He minutes. talked 90 minutes. He gave each and every single member of the E Street Band. Past, present, living, and dead. Like their, their own, own tribute? Their own tribute. Wow. That, that, that was nice, but that's, that's excessive. too much. Yeah. When, yeah. When VH1, and towards the end, wouldn't he be like, and Frank, he was yeah, a cool guy, yeah. and then Bob was pretty you, sweet. Like, you couldn't even when, think of things to say about people yeah, after that When long. this airs on HBO ne- next month, it's literally going to be, and I'm here to induct the E Street Bank. And then yeah, it's just going to be... <laughs> That's going to be it. Edited, yeah. Uh, this they'll, is a, they'll release that as a digital download. Yeah, yeah that, that should be its own thing. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, Bruce Springsteen had an album in 82 called Nebraska. It was just him and guitar and very sparse recording. And and uh, one of the singles was called Open All Night. And this is the B-side. This is called The Big Payback. I actually like this better than a lot of songs <laughs> on Nebraska. Let's hear The Big Payback. I bought a scooter and I rented a shack Out in the sun by the railroad track I got a job and I'm a break on my back Working and working for the big payback I keep a puttin' and a puttin' out I keep a sweatin' like a hog it out I work so long that I'm a loser track Waitin', waitin' on the big payback Well, it's all hand band I love that. Yeah, that's pretty great. I love that. Yeah, the big payback. Okay, how many more do we have, do you think? I I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six more. How many more do you want us to play? That's how many more do you factor. want to play? Don't ask me that because I'm like let's, fifteen let's, more. Well, we're at fifty-seven minutes, but I'm not. Af- I'm not afraid to you get through all these. <laughs> as long as you don't have to be, you don't have to be anywhere immediately, right? No, it, that's not that. I'm asking if you're going to get tired of my voice and my choices, not no. time-wise. No, okay, no, we're going to play these. All right, let's power through. Okay, well, my next one. Um, this is a legit. <laughs> wait, 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 who, who just showed up there? Uh, animal uh, from the animal. <laughs> From Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem is here. Okay, this is a legit... B-side. This is a legit B-side from another... I B-side. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, again, these are like legit friends of mine, uh, a band from Australia called The Luxmiths. This song is called The Casingle Revival. Play it at like 2.20. You stayed at their bed and breakfast once, right? You joke, but I did stay with them. Okay. They're from Australia, though, not England, All and right. they're lovely. But yeah, play this at 220. And your loyalties are divided between digital and vinyl. 
That's just one of my favorite lyrics. And it's a song about like a girl. The girl's going to come back when Kasingles are back in style. <laughs> like how great is that? So we're never going to see that girl again. But yeah, exactly. But that lyric, your loyalties are divided between digital and vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's a lovely song. Uh, the sound quality on cassettes was never good, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, but I, I still have so many. And funnily enough, I have a ton of Kasingles too. Because when I was a kid, like right. they were so affordable. Do you ever play them though? I currently don't have anything in my house that plays cassettes. So why do you still have those? Because I, I'm going to get one because you can okay. get things to rip them. Because there are still things oh. I have on mixtapes oh, that I haven't been it. able to find gotcha. anywhere, like even digitally. So you can rip, gonna an rip. MP3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Then I just got rid of all my VHS like bootleg con- concerts and stuff because I'm like I don't even we don't even have a VCR now. I do have a VCR, and I'm like I'm not I'm never. And I have these. a drawer full of tapes of like 120 minutes and stuff. Oh, yeah, like, that, sh- that stuff should be on DVD, though. It should be, and I don't it know really why it be. is. I don't know, probably music rights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I understand they're doing a Hendrix movie right now. They can't get they the They can't even rights. get the rights to it, yeah. Um, so I said I have six more songs. You're going to have to bear with me probably on the next four, but then I close, the last two I close strong. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, you, you're going to like the last two. I, I, I really think you are. Okay. But, uh, but we're going to go into some prog rock bullshit right now. Oh, okay. This is from 1983. It's a B-side from Asia's Don't Cry. Ah! And this is a song called Daylight. I was laughing. Uh, Asia has a brand new album out right now called Gravitas, and uh, and there's a there's a DVD with this CD. It's in the making of Gravitas, and the lead singer. Uh, the first question they ask him is, uh, what can we expect from Gravitas? He goes, you can expect exactly what you expect from every Asia album. Uh, nine great songs written uh, and played uh, meticulously and great. That is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Thank you for telling us uh, what we're going to expect. That was like the Billy Bragg thing. That was like... like but, the, but, this is, but that's, but for, that's real. That's real. real. It's, it's not for like real. a joke. Yeah. No yeah. one wrote that as a... Hey, here's a joke Asia song. Nope. Right. Daylight. Is it possible to write a joke Asia song? There's not. Because <laughs> I bet you wouldn't give it to him, and they're like, well, this is pretty solid, guys. Like, it's I don't pretty see good why tone. this I mean, is funny. Are you sure you want to give this to us? <laughs> this is a pretty great tune. <laughs> okay, my next one is They Might Be Giants. Now, this is it's on an EP called Back to Skull, and it's billed as a remix. Back to Skull. Skull, okay. S-K-U-L-L. It's billed as a remix as of this song, but it's just a totally different song. She Was a Hotel, hotel Detective, which is on their first album. Okay. This is a totally different version of it. And it's awesome, so you can just play it anywhere. Oh, 
Nice. I always think of them as like a like a funny joke band. Oh, they totally are. Well, it's called She Was a Hotel Detective. Right. It's not exactly a ballad. No. But no, it, but, but that's like a serious version of the real song somehow. I don't know. But I just bought that EP because it said remix. I'm like, okay, I want to hear this remix. And I played it. I'm like, this is a totally different song. I don't own any uh, of They Might Be Giants, but I still remember a lyric of theirs that, that always makes me laugh. It's like, I heard a sound. I turned around, around, I turned around. around to see the thing that made the sound <laughs> oh or something my God, like that. That's totally fingerprints. That's yeah. at the end of Apollo 13 or no, that's the real one. 18, 18. Yes. Yes. That has like a confused. squid on the cover or something. Right? Yes. Because when I first got that album, I just straight up laughed out loud at the song titles before yeah. I ever even played it. And then that fingerprints, there's one part that goes, what's that? I can't, I'm not laughing. It just goes, what's that blue thing doing here? Like that's the whole song. And that still makes me laugh. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, okay. This is a cheap trick song. Um, in 2004, uh, Columbia released the essential cheap trick. It's a two CD. It's like for anyone who doesn't own any of it, you get that and you're, you're covered. But they also, uh, if you bought it, you also got, uh, a 45, uh, a double B side or double A side, whatever you want to call it, with two unreleased tracks. Mm-hmm. And it's only available on vinyl. This is a song called Oh Boy. And this was ripped uh, from vinyl to MP3 by uh, Mr. Paul Gilmartin. Oh, nice. And uh, this is, uh, you can find Oh Boy, an instrumental ver- version, but this is the only, only place you could find the vocal version. So let's hear it. Oh Boy. Yeah, thank you. I like yeah. it. I didn't write it. <laughs> Appreciate that. But you chose, you're a curator. You chose I did it. Chose, I did you choose get, that. You I, get that credit. I did chosen that. <laughs> All right. My next one is Echo Belly. This is a straight up B-side. It's called On Turn On. It was a B-side to a single. Uh, great things. Play it like 10 seconds and... Okay. Oh, hand claps. Is that a lady singing? It's a lady singing, and it's all. That's one where I'm like, y'all should have put this on the album instead of a couple of the songs that are on the album. Yeah. I like Echo Belly, but there were a couple where I was like, okay, but that's yeah. Somehow that's a B side. That's what my daughter asks all the time in the car when I'm playing a song. She'll go, "Is this a girl or a guy?" <laughs> Is it? Does it happen that often that you? It can't happens tell? a lot. And she'll really? be, you know, like let's say let's say Steve Perry. She goes, Is that a girl oh, or a guy? Okay, well, fair enough. But yeah. sometimes it'll be like it'll be like it's mm, Barry White, yeah, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Guy, mm, very deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> she might just be playing with me. Uh, one of my favorite hard rock bands. 
out of the UK is a band called UFO. Okay. I fucking love UFO. You've I'm, never heard of no. them. No. I know. This is the thing. And they have like, uh, they've been around since 72 and they still tour and they still make albums to this day. But this is, uh, this is from their 1982 album called Mechanics. This is the B-side of Let It Rain. Doesn't mean anything to anyone. <laughs> and this is called Heel of a Stranger. Wait, what year did that come out? 1982. Okay. They're so great. It's a jam, yeah. They're like... Um, Who do they sound like? They sound like... Well, now I shouldn't have said that without okay. the answer. It was on the tip of my tongue. But it's very... I mean, it sounds kind of like ELO-ish to me. Like... Yeah, it's a little... It's... it's. I mean, their other songs don't sound like ELO. Like that? Okay. But they, like they came out when like the Scorpions came out. Like they they should be thought of like when people say Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, oh, okay. Scorpions. I feel like UFO should be right in there. And oh, they just okay. Don't, they don't get. They, they didn't that. get there. They're like they're like respected. They just don't have the sales and the popularity. Right. Like I think if you talk to bands like like, like you know like Guns N' Roses and guys like that, and they you brought up them. UFO, they'd be like, oh yeah, UFO is amazing. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? You're schooling me. I try. All right, I you don't understand. By the way, the restraint to not play every other song REM or REM related. Well, you, you could no, because that would be boring for everyone. Um, so I'm trying not to do that. Is Michael Stipe going to record a solo album? He should. I hope he does. I love him. You don't what, understand. What, He's like my number one dude since I was like 12. Like he was the first crush before I knew what gay was. I was like, <laughs> yes, Michael Stipe's my dude. What are uh, and what are Buck and Mills? What are they going to do? Oh, Peter Buck has like a million side projects. Oh, okay, he's like cool. in the minus five and like a, he's doing a million things. And I think, I mean, to they could all just take naps on piles of right, money. Like right. they're fine. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what Mike Mills is up to. You know what I've been wanting to ask you is what is the deal? <laughs> this is starting great. This is what's the, what's the deal with the monster album? That, that it's the most sold back CD and used stores ever. We could like pave roads in America with the sold back copies of Monster. Well, how do you feel about it? I love it. I love it. So why don't people, why don't people... I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's the most sold back. If I had to sell back... An R- the only REM album I'm not fully on board with is Around the Sun. All the rest, okay. I'm like, yeah, dude. But yeah. I don't know why. I don't. I have no idea why it's. And what's on there? Uh, what's the frequency? Crush with chemist? eyeliner, yeah, which yeah. is like such a jam. Yeah, I mean, that's so a great many song. jams on there. I just, I, don't know. I, I, I always, I always wonder what the deal is with that. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Every UCD store is like a sea of orange yeah. in the R section, and I don't understand it. Crazy. All right. Well, now we've talked about it right. so much. I'll just go ahead and play with quickness. Um, this is a song that was on. It's called Photograph. It features one-time Michael Stipe girlfriend, Natalie Merchant, and it was on a compilation called Born to Choose, and that's the only place it was there, and it was a beautiful song. Um, You can just drop it in whenever, like 20 seconds in or something. Save her flowers. 
lovely song. Natalie Merchant got duped. How long did they date? This was like when he still was just bi or something. This oh, was okay. like early 90s, I want to say. Or late 80s even, maybe. She has a new album coming out, I think. She does have a new solo album coming out, yeah. yeah. Are you into her? I am. She weirdly was like the one Lilith Fair chick that I was like into. Because I was way into 10,000 Maniacs, yeah. too. Yeah. How come, how come they don't get back together? I don't know. I don't think she wants to. There are 10,000 of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Can't they just be 9,999 yeah. maniacs? No, I don't know. I think she just left and was like, I'm good. I mean, I'm they good. did. They had a new singer for a while. Yeah, but, but I think that didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't go. Yeah. All right. Um, again, after this next one. Wait, I, how many more do you have left? I have three. Okay. All right. Uh, That's good to keep in mind for me. Uh, after this one, then I close out really strong, but you got to bear with me on this one. This is, uh, this is that guy I just talked about where my daughter would say, is that a girl? Okay. This is Steve Perry. This is Steve Perry solo. This is the B-side to Oh Sherry. Okay. This is a song called uh, Don't Tell Me Why You're Leaving. I don't need you snickering, Kyle, off mic. This guy's getting in touch with his inner Sam Cook. thing I like about Steve Perry's solo album is I, I hate when an artist does a solo album and it sounds just like the band. Right. He at least tried to do something that was not Journey. Right. And although I don't like, uh, you know, some of the, be- like, that's not one of my favorite songs. I don't, let's like, like, no, I'm going to listen to Don't Tell Me Why You're Leaving. But I, I wanted to play some songs that I thought maybe people might never have heard today. Right. So, okay. Well, see, which that's... you're doing a lot of too. Which yeah. Is okay. Well, this is, okay. So this one, this is going to be Norman Cook. Okay, this is another full circle thing. Norman Cook was the bass player in the House Martins. Okay. Then went on to become Fat Boy Slim. Okay. Okay. In between that, he had he he was Beats International, mm-hmm. but he he put out one single under his real name, Norman Cook, and it features Billy Bragg. <laughs> this is another thing where I searched high and low on eBay, paid like a zillion dollars for this, yeah. right? Then, so it was technically just this one-off single, but then years later, he did put it on his Beats International album. Yeah. But this is, won't talk about it, play it like 20 seconds in, and it's, yeah, it's Norman Cook doing the beats and Billy Bragg singing Crazy Falsetto. The riff is Levi Stubbs' Tears mm-hmm. from a Billy Bragg song that Norman Cook sampled. But when I got it, I'm like, 
Holy grail. I can't believe I found this one off 1988 CD single. Like I'm the greatest. And then turns out it came out on the beats international album. And I was like, cool. All that time and money wasted. And do you ever late at night? Do you scour iTunes sometimes? Because you know, they add stuff all the time. Oh, you, totally. I know that's the greatest too. Like yeah. you'd be like, Oh my God, I've been looking for this album. It's yeah. finally here. Yeah. 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 Um, that was cool. I like that. That was a cool groove. Isn't it cool? And like, that's Billy singing hundred percent falsetto. I thought it was Yeah, lovely. It doesn't sound like what I th- think of when totally. I hear Billy Bragg. Um, okay. This is, uh, this band has a ton of B sides the police. Oh yeah. And this is uh from 79. It's a B side to message in a bottle. And uh, when I hear the song, I just so wish that they were still together and doing music like this. Right. And this is called landlord. Man, they used to shred. Oh, I love snotty, punky sting. Totally, Instead totally. Instead of like fields of gold sting. sting. Yeah, God I mean, snooze. I know. I mean, why? Why? Yeah. Why can't you still do that? I know the other two guys he's, would do it because he's tired from boning for seven hours straight. <laughs> you bone for seven hours, Tantric you're gonna record some boning. chill songs. I'm telling you, you don't have the energy to shred like that. No. That's so great. All right, how many do you have left? Like two now? I have one. Oh, you have one. Okay, can so I? So you do one. Because I'm going to end on like a doozy. I do one. Okay. You do one, and then he'll close us out. Okay. Follow you at at Apey. At Apey on Twitter and, and AprilRichardson.com. And listen to Go Bayside. Yes. Where do we find that? Is that on Libsyn? It's on iTunes. iTunes. And I have a Tumblr, GoBayside.tumblr.com. What is this iTunes? What is this? What is this iTunes you speak of? And how many episodes uh, are you able to do yet? How many more episodes of Saved by the Bell? By the time this airs, I'm only going to have like 10 more or something. What are you going to do? Are you going to miss it? I'm going to miss it terribly. I'm going to start a new idea. It's not going to be a TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. It'll be just a different idea. But I can't not podcast now because it's like the best thing. It's the best outlet. And I've gotten such an amazing response to it that I can't not do it. Yeah, you got to. So I'll figure something out. You got to find something. Yeah. Something that's not TV though. You said yeah. That, well, that's TV the only show. show I'm obsessed with in that yeah. way. Like, there's nothing else I've have memorized like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna be. I can't wait. You have ten. You have ten more episodes right. to think about I've it. Are you gonna have, are you gonna have downtime? Or are you gonna just spiral it right? I might have to right have downtime the... only because I don't have an idea yet. <laughs> there might, might be downtime to think of a new idea. You might want to watch some of those uh, college years. Yeah, I, people keep asking me to do it, but I'm like, they're just not as good. Good, yeah. you know what I mean? They're not as right. whatever. <laughs> not as fun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so cool. I don't know. I'll All figure right. it out, though. Okay, this last song is Pavement. Okay. Now, I'm not the hugest Pavement fan in the world. You have two more songs. Oh, okay. This You're is the second do this last. one, then me, then you, then Kyle. Because this leads into my next song. All right. This is a song called Unseen Power of the Picket Fence. It was on the No Alternative compilation okay. that came out in like 93. And then it also was a B-side to Shady Lane. I'm not that big of a Pavement fan, but this song is entirely about how awesome R.E.M. is. So I like this song. 
So um, I think you can drop it. Just no, I think play it in the beginning. song just goes on to name songs and albums of rem so yeah i played a song earlier where tom petty named drugs yeah <laughs> girls that did right. them uh this is pretty cool i i started the show today by playing chrissy hine so i'm going to end by playing the pretenders this is from uh this is from a flexi single yes i have several of those this is from uh, there was a, a magazine i guess in in england called flexi pop magazine mm-hmm. and this was uh, from the flexi pop magazine number six Flexi single. This is a, a cover of a song called What You Gonna Do About It, and this is The Pretenders. Send me that. How did you get such a pristine digital copy of a flexi? Um, their uh, their box set, Power oh, Radio. Okay, okay. It was included on there. Nice. I know it's great. I'll That's a rad you. song. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, my final one is REM. This was on the single of the Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight that I bought in 1992. This is the B-side. This is them covering the classic The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Now, has this since been released on CD anywhere? Um, yeah, I think I also got the CD copy of it. Like, yeah, this is a digital copy of it, but that's how I first heard it. And before we play it, do you, uh, when, when R.E.M. releases these new deluxe two CD editions and stuff, you buy all those? Oh, totally. Yeah, okay, cool. Totally, totally. In the jungle, the quiet <laughs> jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. I just want to get to where he does the falsetto. His voice is like perfect for this song. Perfect. In the village, the quiet village, the lion sleeps tonight. Oh, 
Probably my wife. <laughs> oh, Animal likes it. Thank you, Animal. Isn't that crazy? When I was a kid and I got that, I just laughed so hard. I was like, I can't believe they're playing the song. But I know, yeah. but it almost makes it like when, when an artist you like sings like a song like that, you're like, oh, I kind of like this song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, this kind of isn't a goof anymore. I kind of yeah. like it. Uh, real quick, don't forget to go over to uh, rocksolidpodcast.com and uh, there's a donation button over there. I'll take gas money. Um, also, go over to, if you want to really geek out and talk music, go to the rocksolidpodcast.activeboard.com and you can go over there and get nerdy with uh, Scott Phillips. He's the guy that created that. And uh, and Kyle, thank you so much. April, thank yes, you so much once again. Thank you for having me. So the next time you're going to be here, we're going to do that long song titles. Oh, totally. I'm right. totally into it. Start doing your homework. I have a million of them. I told April, this is the only podcast that gives you homework. Um, it, but I love it. It's the only <laughs> homework I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Are you not a good student? I was a terrible student. And not because you're not Barely smart. Barely graduated you just don't like high school. school. You just don't like... You I was just making like mixtapes instead of doing homework. I didn't like no book learning. Mm-mm. Kyle, what are you going to play us out with? Uh, this is, of course, a Nine Inch Nails song. Uh, it is from the uh, Ninja 2009 tour sampler. It's when Nine Inch Nails and Jane's Addiction toured. So okay. Ninja. Very clever. Um, and this is called... <laughs> Shouldn't it have been Ninja? <laughs> ninja. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Not So Pretty Now, and it was, a, it was left off of the With Teeth album. And the first time they put it out was on this sampler. So... Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, April. Take it.